Welcome back to Chill Talk. I'm your host, Scar, and I'm here with your host, Scarman. And uh, today we're doing kind of like a current events type thing. It's, uh, you know, what's yeah. going on in the world and stuff like that. You know, this originally started off as something from the military, then it moved into, you know, family members, and then it kind of moved into the police officers and stuff like that. But, like we were talking about, you know, police don't deserve the disrespect that they get. Just remember, keep it PC. Hey, <laughs> keep it PC. Um, but then again, it's, they don't deserve the disrespect that they get, you know, a cab and all this stuff. You know, I can understand that, you know, some cops or officers of the law, sheriffs, stuff like that, you know, they can be a little corrupt with power. I mean, anybody that has power will be that anybody that has power will end up getting corrupt with power. But then you've got all those great cops that'll, you know, you've got a little bit of weed on you, not a lot. They'll be like, all right, well, I'm going to confiscate this. I'm going to give you a warning. Go. Yeah. But then when they're like, you know, free my homie, free my homie, free my homie, when he's got three counts of murder and, you know, felony drug possession. And they're like, no, free my homie, though. Free my homie. He didn't do nothing wrong. They had pre- reasonable cause to convict him. They have... Yeah. They have the evidence to convict them and you can't be like oh well they false convicted him if they have his DNA that remind you no one else in the world could have at all they can have kind of the same fingerprints but not exactly because they're all different they're all unique like snowflakes they're all unique really well they kind of double up but then again it's kind of yeah because isn't it like a proven fact that every person has a doppelganger Someone that looks exactly like them, yes. But, like, fingerprints-wise? No. That's impossible. And, well, unless you're twins. Nope. Rick and Robert are identical twins. They were born seconds after each other. Their fingerprints? They look absolutely nothing alike. Actually, if Robert would slim down a little bit, yeah, they look identical. You should have seen them in the second grade. They were literally identical. But their fingerprints are nothing like each other's they may well, kind of no, look the same because Ricky and Robert Ricky Ricky and Robert have two different whole ass face shapes because uh, Ricky's is more rounder and then you got Robert he's got more of a squared jaw yeah but you also gotta think none of those straights started showing up until puberty when they both started going through a bunch of like hormonal changes and stuff like that, yeah. body changes and and then you get those officers that are like you know I understand why you have it. You know, they can pull up your medical record because it's on your your sheet. Yeah. If you've got, you know, arthritis and back pain, knee pain, you got pain all over your body, you've got weed, they'll be like, all right, so we know why you have it. Yeah. You know, and if they don't and you say, you know, you've got all these problems and stuff like that, they can call wherever you got them diagnosed. Yeah, and be like, it's a prescription, you know, medicinal marijuana. Well, it's not even that. Because I've met officers that say, you know, we understand, you know, you got real bad back problems and stuff like that. You know, we understand we're going to have to confiscate it, but we're not going to do anything major. I respect those guys because they understand why you have it yeah. and that you weren't going to, you know, just sell it or you were just doing it for the fun of it. Yeah. And. Mons for my anxiety. I have very bad, uh, 
anxiety and depression. A lot of people will, we, we, we keep it 100 with our audience. So yeah, like I have a lot of, I mean, sometimes it is just for fun. Oh, well, yeah, of course. But But not often. ever since I got arrested, I quit smoking. Well, you got to. Yeah, I have to. Uh, But like, like people even ask me how my experience was with cops and shit and uh, to tell you the truth, the the cops that arrested me were assholes. They were fucking dicks. They beat the fuck out of me. But yeah, but they were also under the, uh, the, you know, if you were an officer and someone called you about, you know, abuse, like, like stuff like that, you know, you, I mean, I would walk in there and just start beating the living crap. If especially if it was a guy, just start whacking him with my damn night game, just because. You had the balls to hit a woman. Now, come on. Have the balls to hit somebody that can actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a woman, then I'm kind of like, mm, we'll just detain you. Yeah. But well, if it's well. a man, like, okay, say, you know, some, say you're an officer and someone just attacked your wife, just straight up started hitting her, and you got the distress call, <laughs> you would go over there and literally start beating the living hell out of them. Because you hit another woman. Most guys don't believe in that. And everybody is equal. I understand that. But still, if a man hits a woman that yeah, is that's just the way. less physically inclined to have more bulk on their body, that's just genetics. That's 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 just the way we were raised up. Exactly. We if I see a woman if I see a woman getting verbally, mentally, or physically abused, I'm gonna be like, Alright, who about to throw hands? We owe it. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm like really tired, but um, when I was working at McDonald's, there was this uh, woman, she, uh, I asked her what she wanted, and she t- she opened her mouth to, to speak, and her husband went, who asked you to talk? And I went, I did, sir. And then he was like, oh, it's okay, I'll order for her. I'm like, well, it's, I'm like, okay, whatever. So I, I, I went to uh, Food City. And I was walking down but, the like, aisles. he even raised his hand to hit her. And then James had stopped me from coming across the counter. But when I was arrested, the the assholes who fucking arrested me, fuck you guys. Um, if you ever hear this, fuck you. I hate you, you sons of bitches. Uh, but the rest of the cops, like the Get CEOs with Larry Lawson. Get with Larry Lawson. He is a former convict, and he is against uh, police brutality, inmate brutality, uh, like, Correction officers yeah. brutality and stuff like that. You can send him an email, especially if you have proof that well, they did it. Well, in your pic, in your mugshot, you have bruises. You can visibly, you can visibly see all the bruises. Yeah, like I look. You can up. send him that picture and you tell him which officers or give him a description. He will literally call the he will literally call that police office and harass them until they get either fired or something like that. And I don't agree with how he does it, but I agree with why he does it. Yeah, of course. But like, but the CEOs and shit, they were all cool as hell. And they treated me with respect because I treated them with respect. Well, it's not even that. They, you like, gotta think. They, like, the way I see it, even if I am getting arrested, even while I was arrested and I really didn't do what they said I did, but you still got shown with respect. Like, when he... See, he waited to pull me out of the house. Like, he took me out of the house and then beat the shit out of me. At least he had the respect to do it without your family watching. Yeah. 
care shit if someone did that to my kid, I would been, I would been yeah. all up in guns blazing, shooting. I'd be no, not shooting at them, but because be their guns off, are gonna, yeah. their, their guns are gonna pull rip you to shreds. Because yeah. most officers carry shotguns enough, <laughs> especially if it's like a very high raid or something like that. They will, they will bring shotguns. They will bring the intent to kill. Yeah, and well, they have that right. Yeah, they do. If you if you fire on an officer, they have the right to shoot kill you dead. You. Yeah. But when I was uh, when I was arrested, like when he told me to put my hands behind my back, I didn't resist or anything. I stood up, turned around, put my hands behind my back, and he walked me out, and then beat the shit out of me. But I think one of the biggest reasons that the CEOs were so cool was because I was cool with them, and they all knew me. <laughs> they all knew me. Well, you also got to think, dude. Those yeah. correctional officers see everything. They see from murders to child. There was only one guy I didn't know, and the one guy I didn't know was the dude I had to strip in front of. That was the worst shit I ever did in my fucking life. Well, you Stripping can't in really front of that song, bitch, and having to squat and cough. Well, well, you also gotta think the reason why they do it because a, a pat down they just. Well, they patted me down. I don't know how many fucking times. You know, they pat you down, make sure you ain't got shit. Yeah. But if. You know, you if you if you got some booty hole, which is called suitcasing, when you yeah. put something up your ass, your prison wallet. Yeah, when you put something up your ass, you know they can't really get all up in there. Like, oh yeah, they they're not. I mean, they'll 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 like like pat your ass and your genitalia just to make sure you ain't got something hiding in your like crotch well, they, area or now, now they make you strip butt ass naked, squat and cough. Well, they do that just to make sure you ain't hiding, concealing a weapon or something, you know, like a knife or something that's got like, a sheet on it. That It has happened. It has happened in Murray County, actually. Some guy actually put a knife in there to stab a correctionals officer. But when he coughed, it fell out, and he actually got put in solitary in the county jail. And You know what sucked? The fact that when they looked into my records, how I was hospitalized for, you know why I was hospitalized for uh, suicide attempts, and uh, they ended up putting me in suicide watch for like the first six hours I was detained. Yeah, they, those, those correctional guards. And then are Jason t- came in there and he talked to me. He was like, you're not going to kill yourself, are you? I'm like, dude, no, I'm already over all that shit, bro. He was like, he was like, you gotta promise me you're not gonna kill yourself. I said, dude, I may have, I may be in jail, but I'm not fucking stupid. He went, okay. So then they let me out of suicide watch. But correctional officers, you know, another good show. If you really want to get to see how county uh, jails watch, you know, if you've never been in there and you want to think you're thinking about committing a crime, I suggest you watch Sixty Days in. Where they send a couple people in. Fucking snitches. No, they do that to actually see yeah, what they they like see what the the COs and DOs and all the county sheriffs and stuff that go in there to see how they act for prison reform to make sure you know they're not doing something that they're not supposed to do. And you see fights. You see people getting stabbed. You see. You see people literally have seizures, and COs will walk in there and be like, okay. I was actually, um, I read this, uh, well, I didn't read it. I saw this uh, thing. It was either it was either last night or the night before. I'm pretty sure it was the night before. Uh, 
this uh, this man. He was in a detox cell because he was addicted to Klonopin, I'm pretty sure. And they refused to give him his medicine. And he he had, I think it was 15 seizures and ended up having a grandma seizure and died. And, uh, uh, like, yeah, in the court, I mean, well, the county jail that he was in, like, faced, like, a shit ton of backlash because they, and, like, you could literally see the officers making rounds and only doing window checks. Well, they got something called, uh, count. And every prisoner has to be in their cell, and the well, cell's yeah, got to be know. shut. Yeah, I know. And that's what they do. They'll go into your cell, you know, and they'll they bang count. on your cell. They'll yeah. be like, all right, stand up. That's all everyone mean. just stands up before they, uh, they get in their, their pod or cell or mm-hmm. their block or whatever. And they'll stand up, and well, they'll be there. Where I was at, we didn't even have wreck. We stayed in the pod the entire time. We never left the pod unless to go to court, back from court, get well, fingerprint, process, whatever you had to do. Well, that's what's called a detainment cell. People that are coming in, yeah, that tank. are being detained. Well, if you I was actually get sent, I was in the tank for, I was in the tank for like four hours. And if then, you get sent to an actual county prison or county jail, you know, by the time you get locked up, you have seventy-two hours to get a court date, and they follow suit with that. They do it all the time. You have seventy. You have three days to get a get in and out and check. And if they say you're going to jail, they'll take you to the county jail. They won't put you back in detainment. They'll put you in a they'll put you in your cell and you'll have right time and you'll stuff be, like that well you'll be in general population mm-hmm. which I was I was in general population and then which you also gotta think some you, you gotta you gotta think sometime maybe before you got there someone got stabbed everybody loses wreck for well, that no, exact we just, reason well I was in there for four days no we just we didn't have wreck well, that's a good thing. Some county jails don't offer wreck because they don't want someone going out there and hiding their drugs or getting yeah. drugs in no. or hiding I their shanks. I was just saying that the jail I was at, we didn't have wreck. We just stayed in the day, the, the day room the entire time. Well, that's what most of them consider is wreck time because if they have they have the right to take away day room from you. Yeah, they have the right to where they... The bunk for the entire time. They can literally say, you're going to be in your cell for a week. The only time you get to come out is to get food and you go right back to your cell. Well, that's a common misconception. We don't even have cells anymore. Well, at least in our county, no, we don't even have cells anymore. It's all, it's all bunks now. Yeah. And like, yeah, even when it comes to like, a lot of people think, oh, you go to the cafeteria to eat lunch. No, they'll bring lunch. They bring lunch to you. They'll stack your trays and bring it to you. Yeah, they stack the trays. Yeah, and they bring it to you. Uh, I didn't eat much in jail. Well, and that's like the biggest question I get. Like the two questions I always get when people find out that I went to jail was a, did you get raped? Two, what was the food like? And if I had to describe the the taste of the food, was nothing. It was all flavorless, no seasoning whatsoever. Well, that's the thing; they don't have to do that. The only time they got to they get to do that is for you know special holidays like July Fourth or stuff like that, like Christmas and stuff like that. They'll give you actual food. They'll give you stuff like that. Like if you go for Thanksgiving, they'll actually give you a Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, it's not going to be a good Thanksgiving dinner, but it's going to be better than school food. And everyone knows school food tastes like. Jail food's worse than school food, though. For sure. 
Dude, know. North Murray's school food's actually kind of baller. No, it's really not. It's went down. The quality's oh, really? went down. But like, yeah, they, like, you gotta think they don't have, they they can't have fundraisers, you know, put money back into the school. They can't even open up the school store. They can't do any of that because they have to. You have to have a mask, and they don't want someone coming in that possibly got COVID, you know, for a fundraiser. Because North Murray is, well, our county is big for fundraisers. They'll they'll do fundraisers a week after they already had a fundraiser. I mean. There's always fundraisers going on. There's always something going on. Did you ever actually try to do the fundraiser? Oh, the duck thing for Northwest? Well, the duck thing, and then, yeah, like, yo-yos and shit. Did you ever do those? I was 20 cells away from getting an Xbox one time. If I had one more week, I would have I would have done it. I, I was literally going to... What was he selling? Um, I think for ten cells you would get like a yo yo, ten cell twenty cells you get like a duck and stuff like that. No, like what was you selling? Oh, I was sending I was selling candy bars, I was selling a lot of stuff and do you know how band doesn't get in most schools band doesn't get they'll get the room, the school will pay for all the instruments, that's it. They'll give you your instrument and you're you're done. They'll they'll give you your instrument and you're done. That's that's all the school pays for. Well, no, now. No, no, they still have to do fundraisers for the for for band. They well, now do. you have to buy your own instrument. Mm. For North Murray's band, you do. Mm. I've been doing some work around the school. I've been going to different clubs and stuff like that. You know, ask how you know. For does North Murray even do clubs? Yeah. They've got a uh, LGBTQ club. They've got a uh, robotics club. They've got... These are all after-school clubs because you don't have time during the day to do it. You you really don't. You you, you go from one class to the other. You get four minutes to go between classes. You don't got time to go stop by a teacher. I know who started the LGBTQ club. Uh, it was... Uh, Casey. Casey, Bradley, and... Avonlea. Heavenly, and I was actually one of the behind scenes supporters. I was going around to teachers. I was going around to LGBTQ kids asking them if they was join. I was even going to help with that, even though I'm straight. We did a fundraiser, and we raised I think five hundred dollars from the community. For it was LGBT? for the LGBTQ club. What'd you guys do with that? Uh, we bought, um, uh, we bought condoms, lube. No. Um, we bought, uh, we actually bought seven of the bisexual, uh, manifestos. They actually do LGBTQ, uh, lessons for that class. If someone that really doesn't understand what the LGBTQ does or what, what they are, they'll, some kids will go in there and ask, you know, how does this work? You know, they'll, they'll give them bifemal master, uh, bisexual manifesto. They'll read it and they'll do stuff like that. You know, it, it's. The the fundraisers that they do is it's amazing because you see all these kids that really wouldn't fucking know each other if it wasn't for this class. You know, you've got you know you got your pansexuals, your bisexuals, your asexuals, lesbians, and stuff like that. You've got kids that aren't sure. You got non-binaries. You've got everybody in that room, and you know they'll they'll talk about it. They'll you know they'll talk about the prejudices against them. I was thinking about actually um, reading the Communist Manifesto. Actually reading it. 
Well, communism's a whole different thing. I was actually started thinking about starting a, uh, like a, like an anime club, but you do anime, you do cosplay, you know, stuff like that. You know, you get the general population interested in, you know, stuff like that. The way the school. Well, what's crazy about uh, my old high school, his current high school, is uh, the lack of diversity there. Yeah, there's so much diversity. No, there's usually not any diversity. There is teachers that are blatantly racist. There's teachers that are blatantly against the LGBTQ. They will make it harder for kids that are yeah. a certain uh, certain skin tone or a certain sexuality. They'll make it harder for them. Well, I literally had a teacher in uh, elementary school. I'm not going to dox her. I'm pretty sure Moon knows who I'm talking about at the moment. Uh, oh, uh, but uh, she was uh, she was an ordained minister. Like, bitch was straight up real deal fucking Bible beater. And me, I was an atheist. Uh, now I consider myself an agnostic. I'm agnostic. Um, but I was an atheist at the time, and she always kept trying to press her religion on me. And even in in sixth grade, at least in the state of Georgia where we live um sixth grade you have to start learning about religions actually they moved it up they moved it to the seventh seventh grade grade. uh yeah I remember learning yeah well bullshit was because I learned about sixth grade and then I had to learn about it again in seventh grade but I already knew all of it but um but when um we uh when we got to sixth grade and we started learning about it she would even because of how fucking bible beater westboro baptist church have an ass bitch how how fu- how much of a bible beater this girl was she would literally say supposedly yeah yeah she would like try to give she would try to debunk everything and then she would get political with it and like literally like you can ask chris like i'm pretty sure he knows moon uh well oh yeah sorry um but yeah. Like, that's why I respect uh, Coach Newsom, Mr. Newsom, Newsom, whatever you want to call him. Um, he he didn't ref- he didn't force his religion on you. And when we did start learning about religions, he was like, okay, look, I'm not going to push these religions on y'all. I'm not going to... He, he actually started each lesson with this. He would be like, okay, I'm not... We're not forcing religion on people we're not bashing religions here if you get caught bashing religions i'm going to send you to the principal's office yeah, that's like, that's final and he wouldn't he would not tolerate any ignorance he he it's not even ignorance he he wouldn't let you discriminate against people that that's their belief he's not gonna be like okay i remember this one kid and he's a straight asshole we were learning about judaism uh, i think his name was i'm not gonna say his first name but his last name was duckworth Oh yeah, no, I remember. Uh, we were actually. Where'd my letter go? Actually, we were. Here's one. I got one. It was in my pocket. Um, we were actually learning about Judaism, uh, Islamic uh, Christianity, Islamic and Christianity, and we were running through everything because it was right about to be before a test, and he was like, "Oh yeah, those Muslims go boom boom. Them Jews uh they, like uh, to smell of gas and stuff like that." Newsom took him outside the classroom, and it was the scariest day of my life. He starts berating this kid. Yeah. He said blatantly, and he's a coach, so he can say 
he, he can literally say whatever he wants. He won't get fired because he's literally the best coach there. He yeah. said, you're if you think that someone should be classified and be judged by their religion, you're an, you're you're an, you're an idiot. You're, you're retarded. <laughs> and he goes off berating this kid. He calls him a dumbass. He calls him an asshole. And then he gets sent to the principal's office. Whatever happened to Doc Worth? He actually moved right after this incident. And he comes back to class and he was like, "Okay, well Newsom, they want to see you." He goes up there, and Newsom tells him exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. No lies, no nothing. There was a camera in his room. And they checked it. They made sure what, what was happening. They they were blatantly told what was happening. Yeah. And Coach Newsom was like, this is what's going to happen. This will happen. You can fire me. You can do whatever you want with me. But I'm not going to sit there and let someone that doesn't deserve the 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 fact that they can't feel Practice safe. They can't. They can't do that. Actually, at Northmar, we have a couple kids that are Muslim. Really? No shit? No shit. And they actually go to a certain room, and they'll pray. They'll pray towards Mecca. Well, yeah, they have to do that. According That's to... their religion. They yeah, go they... three times a day. Yeah. And this one teacher was like, okay, well, you can't leave my class. It's a test. And they're like, we have to. It's our religion. we got to go pray. And... They were like, no, you, you can't. It's a test. You, you can't go. fucking Cox knowing that dumb bitch. No, it was actually uh, one of the new English teachers. And she was like, no, you cannot leave my classroom. I don't care for whatever reason. You cannot go. We have a test today. And they were like, no, we're going to go pray. And they walked out of the classroom. You know, they had their backpacks because that's where they keep their mat, their praying mats or blankets or whatever they choose to play around. She probably wrote them up for skipping. She did. And uh, Miss Eskett, or Dr. Eskett, or Dr. Biscuit, or Biscuit, whatever you want to call her, she was siding with this teacher. She was like, yeah, you can't leave the room for any reason for a test. Dr. Bradley was literally on their ass. She literally, um, I remember when she walked in that classroom, she pulled the teacher, and she pulled those kids. And, they, and the kids were telling her, that she opened the door. She let, she let people know what was happening. And... This kid, these kids were like, uh, we went to go pray. It's our religion. We got to. We don't have any leeway. We got to pray every day, three times a day. And, and... A one-time Bradley had a fucking heart. And she was like, and they were like, yeah, we, we, we really don't have any leeway. When we're at home, we do it three times a day on, you know, y'all's holidays. Because, you know, they don't really, they're not going to really get into what... Christmas and Christmas and stuff like that. Easter and shit, yeah. They, you know, they're doing their religion, you know, they're doing what they believe is right. They're doing what they think is correct. Yeah, it's their absolute right to practice whatever they want. Exactly. And Dr. Bradley looked at the teacher and was like, is this true? You wouldn't let them out to go pray just because of a test. That they could make up. Mm -hmm. That they can do whatever they want. Because it's their religion. If they need a couple of days off for uh, Ramadan, I don't know if that's the right religion. I think that's what she said. For their prayer and not to be able to eat and stuff like that until the sun goes down, they're going to have that right. They're going to do what their religion says that they're going to do. And this lady was like, no, 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 no. I was actually going to let them out of the classroom after they finished their test. And they got to pray on a strict schedule. They, they do that. That's just what they do. And Dr. Bradley was like, look, 
if Miss S or Dr. Eskett, and she named this teacher. I'm not going to say any names because I don't want people going out there and straight up berating this woman. Dr. Bradley did that enough. Said if this ever, ever happens again with any person that needs to go pray, you are going to be fired, and I'm going to see to it that you do not have your teaching degree. Mm-hmm. And this lady was like, I'm so, so, so sorry. I, I didn't know after those kids gave her a lecture why they need to go do it. Mm-hmm. And Miss Eskett was, uh, has actually done this before. Bradley looked at her and said, one more time. One more time. And you will not be allowed at this school. Ever. Who asked it? Yeah. She was like, you will not be allowed at this school. You I've already never... you already were berated kids about mental issues and why they don't want to do their stuff and why they're failing. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm done. You do it again, you're fired. You're not going to work at this school ever again. I was like, fuck. Because I was actually up there because Eskit called me up there and I was like, well. And Eskit was like, okay, well, you need to go back to class. And I was like, well, why the hell am I up here for? And you can, you guys can ask Moon. She, like, all I'm going to say is Eskit better be fucking glad she moved to that school when I dropped out. Because you can ask Moon. her on the day. Yeah, you can ask Moon. I would have been her worst fucking nightmare. Yo, is it true that um that counselor, Miss Smith, died? I don't know. I heard that she died. I don't know. She was really cool and everything. Like, she was a great counselor. It was just, she was always uh, up in everybody's shit. She was that one counselor that cared way too much. Well, at least she cares a lot more than them damn teachers. The only teachers I've met that actually care about people... And I'm going to say them because they deserve the right to be praised for what they do. Is Matthew Chambers, uh, Spence, I don't know his first name, Spence. Um, Let's see, Chef, if you're crying in his class, and I don't don't like how he does it, but he will berate you and ask you why you're crying. He wants to know. He he actually genuinely cares why you're crying. Um, Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Mr. Tilson. I mean, Tilson did something wrong that he shouldn't have done. You know, to do a scene. Oh, when did that happen? Uh, that happened, I think, I can't remember what play, but it, it actually happened. And he he's remorseful for it. He, he, hates, he, he hates the fact that he did it. He hates himself for it. That he made that person do that. And I'm glad that you you said that quietly. I don't want our audience hearing that. And he 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 cares. I mean, he Well, yeah. If a kid you... starts crying that is one of his students and he gets told, you know, you know, she's or he she or he whatever you are is, you know, feeling a certain type of way, he will actually excuse you from class. He will call you from your class. Yeah, and, and make you. and come get during you and make planning. sure. And during his planet period, and he'll sit you down and talk to you. And if it goes on past his class time, and it's time for his class, he will tell his kids, "Do this assignment, and I'll be with you when I'm done talking." And he will talk to this person. And, and then after you get done, he'll just let you hang out. He'll let you hang out. He'll he'll make sure you start feeling better because if you're stressed about classwork. You'd be like, all right, well, you need a break. You 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 need a break. You you can't be doing this twenty four seven. You can't be stressed twenty four seven. You're gonna end up running yourself into the ground. 
for me, like the the teachers that were always the coolest for me, like to talk to emotionally. Well, me, I really don't talk about my emotions except with Moon. Him and my mom are really the only people I really talk to. I always do it with Chambers because yeah. Chambers will always give like a funny. Well, yeah. There's Chambers. Uh, oh my God! I remember this one time. This girl was like, uh, "Chambers, I need to go to the bathroom." He's like, "Why you need to go to the bathroom?" She's like, "Um, yeah, lady problems." And he was like, "All right, as long as you don't bleed from here to there, go." And he did it to make her smile because she was feeling insecure about it. Yeah. And he made her smile about it, and he he genuinely makes it seem like he cares. He cares for you like you are one of his kids. Yeah. And he will even hold up class. He will stop class to pick up a phone call from his daughter's school. And if his daughter's doing something wrong or something or she needs to get picked up, he will leave the classroom. He will tell... uh uh. The teachers across the hall, you know, make sure my kids are doing what they're doing. I got to go pick up my daughters. He is an amazing dad. One time, his daughter that he had adopted um, was throwing up at school, and she was really stressed. And he got up. He said, guys, I got to leave. I got to go pick up my daughter. I got to take her home. I got to take her to the doctor. He left. Told the teachers, like, you know, my kids are alone. You know, do this. He got in so much trouble because he left his classroom. Mm -hmm. And every one of us was like... You're going to, you're going to get on his ass. We actually all went up to Eskett's room after class in a single file line at her door and was like, you are going to get Chambers in trouble because he left us alone. He did what he's supposed to. He got other teachers to watch us to come check on us periodically. And you're mad at him for it because his daughter was throwing up. I know. And I was like, hold on. I know for a damn fact if one of your kids started fucking throwing up or were sick, you would drop everything and go to them. Yeah. No matter what. Because that's what a good parent does. And they were like, no, well, that's not protocol. And I was like, I don't give a shit about protocol. Fuck protocol. If my kid was fucking, had a headache and was throwing up, I would have dropped everything. I would have dropped my pencil. I would have turned my computer off. I would be like, all right, guys, here's your assignment. My child is sick. I gotta go get, I gotta go get them. I would go out and tell teachers, you know, hey, you know, can you two checking on my class every now and yeah. again. And I respect the hell out of him for it because I would have done the same thing. Everybody in that classroom would have done the same thing. And the thing is, everyone's like, oh, and the teacher's like, oh, or the principal and the assistant principal was like, oh, you could have got this part. You you, you could have got, you know, some family member to do it. You could have got your wife to do it. And Chimbo's like, for one, most of my family lives in Colorado. Uh, two, I'm a single parent. I don't have anybody to come get them when they're sick. Yeah, so if I they, leave yeah. because they're sick, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go get them. I'm not going to sit there and let them suffer through the day because yeah, they I feel sick. when him and his wife divorced. That was, that was crazy. He said some funny shit during that divorce. Though. It was funny as fuck. He know? keeps a happy mindset. It yeah. may be killing him on the inside. He has depression. Like I remember, yeah, I remember one time uh, Contreras, she was my world history teacher. I was out. Well, I was out, and then I came back. She was sick. So we went to Chambers' room, and uh, Chambers was cool. He was... He, yeah, Chambers he was is really the cool. nicest teacher there. So I was there, and uh, um, and this guy, he went to say like a shitty one-liner joke, and it didn't get any laughs. And Chambers dead-ass fucking looked at him. He said, man, that joke fell apart more than my marriage. And I was like, holy fuck, man. But, like, when it came to, like, emotional shit that I could talk to, like, emotional teacher, like, I could talk about emotional shit with, that was uh, Walker. 
I still talk to her. I still talk to her. Uh, her, Tilson, and Adam Long. Uh, because he always, a lot of people, they don't like him. He comes across as a dick. He yeah, is he one does. of the nice. Well, he is a dick. <laughs> but he is one of the nicest fucking men you will ever meet in your life. He's understanding. He, if you tell him, you know, you know, this is what's and happening. And then there's that one like coach. That. I can't think of his name. He has the, the goatee, uh, short, stocky, some bitch. You know oh, what I'm about. uh, Walt. It's either Watson. Yeah, no, fuck Watson. That's or Greer. Huh? Or Greer. I think it may be Greer. But fuck Watson. Fuck him. I hate that son of a bitch. I fucking hate that ball headed bastard. Fuck him and Granger. Was he fat? The guy talking about he's fat. That's uh I know who you're talking about. That's not Watson. Watson's No, no, the guy that you could talk to was he fat. A little bit. Yeah, that's Greer. No. But uh no, Watson, fuck him. He's an asshole. I never fucking liked him. Fuck him and Miss Rankin, stupid goddamn cunts. And I didn't like him and Biden, Bynum either. I almost said Biden. <coughs> this election's taking a toll on me. No, I don't like uh, Rankin. Just for the simple fucking fact that big she... big bird-looking bitch. She would get on to kids that weren't even in her class. Like, if they were late, she'd be like, you know, you don't need to be late. I don't care if you're not even in my class. You don't need to be late. And I was... One day I was late because I was talking to a teacher. And we were having, like, a one-on-one, you know. I wasn't feeling the best. And I couldn't get one of the teachers to let me go to the nurse's office to get something for it. And he was talking about it. And he was like... He, he actually called. And he was like, yo, you know, this kid is feeling like dog crap. Um, his teachers will not let him leave the classroom for some stupid reason and actually made me, he actually told me not to go to class, go straight to the nurse's office. I don't care if you get in trouble, I will vouch for you. Yeah. And, um, she was like, come to my room right quick and we'll start playing period. And she was like, come here. I was like, okay. That's maybe fine. she, cause at first I thought, you know, she maybe needed me to lift something for her or take her something out of her room or go to her car and get something for her classroom. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. And she was like, well, you don't need to be uh, skipping class because it was really obvious you were skipping class because you were sweating bullets. And I was like, for one, it's April. It's humid as hell outside and y'all won't turn on the air conditioners. And two... You probably just came back from personal sick. fitness. I was sick and I went to talk to the nurse and she gave me something for it and she was like that's no reason she actually called him and was like was he uh, okay can I say this I've went I was in school for 11 fucking years of my life right until my parents forced me to drop out dropped out my my sophomore year of high school the fuck are you doing bruh oh but Eleven fucking years, and I only ever knew of one goddamn real nurse, an actual nurse that worked at school. The rest of the quote-unquote school nurses were fucking teachers. Oh, I got shot and I broke my fucking leg. Okay, we're gonna hook you up with a nice peppermint. Like the fuck. Or like, oh God, that God forbid that you have the worst migraine you've ever had in your life, and you get a fucking baby aspirin. Yeah, and I remember, I was actually 
one day I was actually late because I got called up to the office and they were like, okay, we'll go get your stuff and go to class. Um, I had fooled around and gave my girl, I had actually gave Nisha a hug and gave her a kiss on her forehead and told Talk her, that bitch. I told her to go to class. I was like, okay, well you can be late because you're an 11th grader. They really don't care. Um, just go to class. And, um, I had went and peed and went to Chambers class and picked up all my stuff and I got there late, and she was like, why ain't you late? And I was actually, I was like, uh... Actually, I got stopped in the hallway. I actually got stopped in the fucking hallway, because I was in there for all of six period. The bell had rung as soon as I got out of there. And I went to Chambers' room to pick up my laptop and my uh, thing. I was like, I was actually doing work for Chambers. She's like, oh, well, let me call him. I was like, oh, God. And she was like, oh, did uh, Christopher come down to your room and finish an assignment or finish his notes? And Tim was like, uh, why are you asking? And she was like, uh, I don't have to ask you why, but you don't have the reason to ask why, but, uh, he was, uh, late for seventh period. He came in, at, uh, uh, a couple minutes late. And what time were you running out? Uh, I don't know. And he was like, uh, he was like, um, oh my god. Um, he actually looked at her and he actually blatantly lied to her. Uh, 41 minutes. He actually looked at her, or not looked at her, but uh, over the phone and was like, yeah, he was. Uh, you got a problem with it? He was finishing something from my class. Do you have a problem with it? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, because he was late for class. And he and he was like, uh, he was finishing something for a class. It's none of your business what he was finishing. And I remember I was like, hey, Tilson, can I go talk to Chambers right quick? Chambers' period, uh, seventh period is his planning period. And uh, I remember going down there. I was like, Chambers, you didn't have to lie for me. He was like, yeah, well, I assumed you went to go pee and came back to my classroom. And, you know, you did finish your notes. Didn't take you as long as I said it did, but you did finish your notes. And I was like, dude, thanks for saving my ass. You really didn't have to do that. And he was like, yeah, well, I can understand how how stupid the disciplinary system at the school is. And I was like, yo, dude, I was actually kind of tearing up because I felt like I could actually trust him as a teacher. I was like, yo, man, for real, thanks for, you know, covering for me. You know, I would have gotten a lot of, a lot of crap. And he was like, yeah, I understand. I was like, yo, I respect the fuck out of you. And he's like, don't use that language with me, but go. I was like, all right. Um, I remember a couple days later, they were like, yeah, uh, we saw you in the, go into the bathroom and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. And, And then they were like, Chambers, come here. He was like, yeah, I fucking lied for him. Y'all are stupid. He was late because he had to go pee. He he was late because he had to go pee. Yeah. That is stupid because if a student has to use the restroom, I'm not going to be like, no, nah, he wasn't in my classroom. Uh-huh. I, that's, school is stupid. You get three or four minutes from sixth period to seventh period to get to your classroom. Lucky mine is right around the hall. Just because they were late because they had to go pee. Because they had to do a bodily function. They are kids. They are not as well trained as us adults to hold on in our urine. Because they, they, they're used to just peeing whenever they need to pee. Yeah. You, you're going to get them in trouble because of that. 
that's stupid. Yes, I covered for him. What are you going to do about it? They were like, you can get fired for that. Uh, he was like, actually, no, I can't because you can't fire me. The school of direct, the board directors have to fire me. Yeah. And or Doctor Bradley. Doctor Brad. Doctor Bradley was there. Yeah. And she was siding with him, and it was making the disciplinary principal mad because he was siding with me because she was like, if he had to go pee and he covered for him, you should be praising him. Most teachers don't do that. They'll be like, no, he wasn't in my classroom. He was covering for a student that had to use the restroom since his class. I actually had asked to go to the bathroom right as I got called to the principal's office, and I couldn't stop because... There was a bunch of teachers there and stuff, and I had my backpack on. I was heading up the stairs, and there was a bunch of there was uh the disciplinary teacher and uh, uh substitute SRO standing there, and I had to I really couldn't go, and they kept me in there all period, so I was holding it, and I went and peed, to, and then got my crap, and she got so mad, and uh Parker had Parker was there that day, and Parker was like, yeah. If you're going to get him in trouble for that stupid stuff, then you probably don't need to be a principal. You don't need to be working in the school system. You don't need to be here handling with kids because you don't understand how they work. Yep. And I respect the hell out of all three of them because I know they do some stupid shit. They they do stuff that they're not supposed to, you know. They they it's humans. They're not they're going to make mistakes. But when they sit there and cover for a kid that they don't even know, yeah. Just because they can out of the kindness of their hearts, that's mad respect. You you're not gonna get that type of treatment anywhere else. And I respect the hell out of them just for that simple reason. You know, I mean Parker was always cool. Parker's the coolest SRO that you could ever have because yeah. he's understanding. He knows how it feels to be berated and stepped over and stepped on. Yeah, I saw him not too long ago. But uh, on that note, I think we're going to end off this episode of Chill Talk. Thank you guys for uh, kicking back and chilling with us and uh, hopefully you enjoyed the conversation. Uh, I've been uh, I've been wanting to do an episode for a little bit, but uh, I haven't really had the time. This EP has been taking up a lot of time. Make sure to uh, check that out on SoundCloud at the end of February or early March. Um, so to end off, uh, I think we're going to end it off with a shout out to Chambers and Parker. <laughs> for being the coolest. Yeah, for being people. some of the realest people ever. And uh, shout out to Tilson. For being an understand. Love you. Yeah, love you, you fat fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy that. Is there anything you need to say? Um, the single should be dropping anytime. Uh, really got to get all the kinks worked out. And all that shit but besides that shit thanks for chilling yeah that and uh should we tell them about scarred youth yet uh, i mean we can yeah we are in the development because we both work on solo stuff when it comes to music but now we are officially working on a uh a duo we're working on a group effort called Scarred Moon. Or a trio or a group if we find people that are really looked over. Yeah. But they've got great music. They've got a great sound. They're really unique. Then they will be joining. But we will let you know when that happens and shout them out and tell you to go to their SoundCloud or 
Spotify or wherever they decide to post or their music. start doing tracks with them and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yep. On that note, uh, thank you for listening. Chill talk. I'm your host Scar with your host Scar Man, <clears throat> aka Sparky Cineblunts. <laughs> All right, we'll check you out later, guys. God bless.